Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk, whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Lou Gowen is, quote the Raven. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk, and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ollie told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support. Thanks. It's time to do some highlights and lowlights from SmackDown's debut on Fox. And it was an interesting show. It was an interesting show. It was. This is Wrestle Live, by the way. I'm it Alfred is. Laura Blake. This is Chopper Pequen now, and Hi. we'll be going through what we thought of the, the sort of top three big moments from this SmackDown mm-hmm. episode. Interestingly, I thought about this SmackDown episode that the. the, the uh, the overall thrust was that this wasn't actually really for wrestling fans. No, this wasn't, it, was it? It was, it was very much geared around, uh, to me, the idea that Fox is this sort of multifaceted media empire mm-hmm. in which they wanted to push the fact that there's NFL on Fox. So we got we got uh, college athletes in the crowd. We got uh, uh, an ESPN pundit was yes. it ESPN or was it Fox no I think it was Fox yeah, yeah so it was a, we got a Fox pundit doing an interview with the New Day backstage yeah like The Rock appearing obviously is a very Smackdown WWE thing but The Rock mm-hmm. is also the highest paid actor in the world he's a yes. massive movie star and a really big deal we also then got the uh, Braun Strowman segment where it kind of was setting up Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury yeah another mainstream sports star that Fox would want to push across the board, and then the final match of the show, mm-hmm. if you could really call it a match, it was a move yep. at best, yep. sets up Brock versus Kane Velasquez. Yeah, this was a show of ups and downs, but those, the big moments throughout the show, as you mentioned, are just pushing, as it had been reported up and up to this point, Fox wants a sports-orientated feel for SmackDown, and this very much said, this is 
sports that will slot in alongside your mm-hmm. NFLs and your NHLs and other sp- NBAs. That's a sport. Yeah. So it would slot in alongside all those other things. So they try and get all the mainstream attention like they would for NFL or anything else. So we'll go through them in order. The first one that we're going to talk about is The Rock. Mm-hmm. So this was really fun. Yeah. The, so the show opened up with Becky Lynch, your raw women's champion, <laughs> to open up your SmackDown. She came out to just say, SmackDown is really special to me. I'm going to kick some ass. I'm Becky. Yay, everyone's happy. Yay, Becky. And then she got interrupted by none other than King Corbin, who came out to just say, I'm the king. Aren't I great? You all suck, etc. And then, if you smell... The Rock comes out to interrupt King Corbin, uh, which was really fun. He came out, verbally ran down Corbin, gave Becky a fist bump. Called him a broke-ass Burger King on crack. Which was a great line. Heck of a line. It's a great line, yeah. He he had some very funny stuff. Um, He explains why SmackDown is called SmackDown. It's because of him and his amazing promo skills. Had a little bit of a uh, a shot at AEW, just very slightly. Maybe in there. like a tangential dig. He yeah. said that, like, you know, uh, just because you you won King of the Ring doesn't mean you need to walk around dressed as a thirty five year old virgin at Comic Con. Yeah, which is where all the AEW lot are at the moment. Exactly. They had uh, a, a brawl between New York Comic Con. So. Yeah, they had a brawl between Cody and Jericho at New yeah. York Comic Con. Um, so maybe maybe a little dig there. Maybe this someone was, told I me mean, say this that. Was, I, don't know. I this is the thing. Like the reason this I think this is a highlight segment is because it was fun to see The Rock back yes. in the ring. And it was also good to see, it wasn't just like The Rock comes out and puts over SmackDown and how important that is and he's still The Rock and he's really over. He, like, put over Becky massively in mm-hmm. this segment. And also, I think Baron Corbin was perfect. Oh, and, he was like, so Baron great Corbin in this segment. was the, he was spot on for what you needed to be in this segment. And like, yeah. you know, bless him. He gets called an STD by The Rock yep. and by Becky Lynch. And he will not live that down. Now. No, it's great. That will haunt his wrestling career for the mm-hmm. rest of his life. But he's, you know, man enough to go out there and let that happen to him and be like, you know, my job as the heel character here is to take the people's elbow, take the rock bottom. Be humiliated. Yeah, be humiliated, basically, even though I'm King Corbin. Yeah, and like, exactly. Baron Corbin is so good at that. There was the bit where he said, like, you know, you don't have to dress up like a king just because you're called the king. You don't see Becky's called the man. You don't see her carrying a pair of testicles around. And then Becky goes, "But if I did, they'd be bigger than yours." And he goes, "My testicles are perfectly adequate." <laughs> and he says it with such conviction yeah. and such like honest passion behind it. My testicles are perfectly adequate. It's just like it's a perfect heel character that he's playing now, and I, I love it. I but really it's do. Like love Baron it. Corbin has come into his own. In the King of the Rings section, like with with the whole King of the Ring tournament, like Absolutely. great matches, great promo work, wonderful stuff. And this this whole opening segment was just, I think, a lot of fun. Like a real, mm-hmm. like maybe a bit too much kind of padding and fluff in the in the opening bit of your SmackDown debut. Maybe we could have just kicked off with a match straight away rather than like mm-hmm. messing around with with all of this stuff. But it is a lot of fun, and it is what people wanted to see in this show. I would counter that with it's a shame that they pre-announced The Rock. Yes. To sell tickets for the show, which obviously meant the crowd would make a hype. They were hype when he turned up. But mm-hmm. there weren't actually any other surprises going into this where you were like, okay, well, 
you know, there's something else for us to sort of look forward to. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. people work themselves up into the, all the furore of being like, it's CM Punk, it's Edge, it's, 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 it's this, it's that, yeah. the other. You know, and we didn't actually get anything. Exactly. Especially with the rumors flying around, this was going to be like a mini WrestleMania. WrestleVotes mm. tweeted out who, you know, have a very good track record of everything. They were saying they spoke to a source who said that the show was going to be like a mini WrestleMania. There's going to be so much stuff, and there's going to be one thing especially that's going to be a real, like, digger AEW. I think that was Brian Alvarez that said mm-hmm. that that bit in particular. Um, well, we got that, so definitely. We, we did get that at the end. But, uh, yeah, I, I think people had built this up to be a lot more than it actually turned out. And I think the Rock segment was fantastic. It was what it needed to be. It was really fun. It was nostalgic. It was great. Cool. What else is on the show? Not much. <laughs> and I, I think that was the downfall. This this was, in isolation, a great segment, mm-hmm. though. Um, but then the next bit we're going to be talking about is a very strange match. Yeah. Uh, we were dumbfounded on the stream as to the collection of people that were in this Well, match. the interesting thing, I think the interesting thing about the highlights, like doing it, doing this video is called Highlights and Lowlights. Mm. It's interesting that the highlights and the lowlights are right next to each other in yeah, the same match. It's that, it's yeah. that kind, it was that kind of a smackdown where like the big things happened, but WWE dressed them up in the wrong way and like yeah. in, a, in, a, in almost a completely unnecessary way. And this, this match was... Braun Strowman comes out, gets his entrance off the back of an ad break. Already in the ring is Heavy Machinery, The Miz, AJ Styles, Robert Roode and Ziggler, and the other one. Who was the other one? (laughs) Who did you say? Ziggler, Randy Orton? Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. So the Raw Smackdown, uh, sorry, the Raw Tag Team Champions are in there. Mm -hmm. The US Champion is in there. Yep. And a bunch of and Randy Orton, who was recently going for the WWE Championship, are all on the heel team here. Uh, and Braun Strowman's the one who gets the entrance. Yep. Braun Strowman then can, proceeds to sort of dominate this match. There was a quick sort of flurry of finishes from everyone. Like Ziggler hits a, a, a zigzag, Miz hits skull crushing finale. Uh, you get the phenomenal forearm in there. Everyone mm-hmm. sort of tips out of the ring. Yep. Strowman then does his big run around the ring. Bumps somebody into Tyson Fury, who mm-hmm. is at ringside, the yep. boxing lad. Yep. Boxing lad that, Tyson that, Fury. That boxing lad Tommy Tyson Fury's Fury. Tommy brother, if you're from the UK and you like Love Island. <laughs> uh, and basically, this entire match was to set up Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury, which I imagine is going to happen... Survivor Series? Survivor Series. Like, I think it's going to happen on SmackDown TV. You if reckon? It's, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen on SmackDown TV. Jesus. Uh, yeah, this was a bonkers match. Yeah. I, if you want to set up Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury, there's a lot of ways to do that that don't involve all of your champions and all of your important people that you don't want mm-hmm. to damage. Who got damaged yeah. in this match? Well, this was the weird thing. They, they and It's the same thing they did... They, there was a match earlier than that that was Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura, a champion mm-hmm. v. champion match, which is like, that's like the holy grail of like WWE booking as well. Like champion versus champion only happens in Survivor Series. We keep it because it's a very, very special thing to do. Here, they were just like, yeah, whatever. Like that's happening. And, champ. and then it was just for the theme to come out and yep. mess with Rollins. And it's like, that's fine. But why Shinsuke? Yeah. Why not somebody else who could just have a random match against Rollins? Like, it doesn't have to be Shinsuke Nakamura. You don't have to devalue every other belt to make something else feel important. We don't have to sacrifice 
three separate champions and a recent number one contender to Braun Strowman. So Braun Strowman tangentially can end up in a feud with Tyson Fury. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever, except for the fact that this is a larger audience that SmackDown's been exposed to than before. And obviously Fox are trying to push the connection of WWE the sort of close proximity in sports terms of WWE and mainstream sport. And that mm-hmm. was a very like overarching feature, I think, of this show in general. That there was always this sort of drive towards the mainstream. So like obviously Braun Strowman's going over because people can yeah. understand very tall man runs around knocking things over. And he looks like he looks like a threat to Tyson Fury. Exactly, yeah. And I, I think yeah, like like you said, the everything that came before doesn't really matter. The fact that AJ Styles is US champion, not important. The mm. fact that Ziggler and Rude are your Raw Tag Team champions, doesn't matter. We're here to put over Strowman, yeah. because all the new Fox viewers need to know that Strowman is the big man, and you should pay attention to him, and the champions don't matter. Which, to me, is a dumb way to book. There was but. one There was, There was. was one traditional wrestling match on this show that was mm-hmm. like actually building a feud, generally speaking. And that was the women's match, I thought. That was the only mm-hmm. match in it that was like, this is a wrestling match that has been designed to build to this weekend at Hell in a Cell, sort of. Hell in a Cell this Sunday? Yeah. Still no matches, more matches announced for that. Still got three matches announced with two days to go. Mm-hmm. Bonkers. What's going on, WWE? This, but that's, that's Don't get it. This, this, was, this show was all razzle-dazzle, but forgot that it was a continuing part of a long-running story I know. that's it's been going so for a thousand weird. episodes now like you know like over a thousand episodes of smackdown there have been it's meant to be the 20th anniversary yeah and it never mentioned the fact it was the 20th anniversary the stories that were happening last week so we can have tyson fury turn up yeah and then the other Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I guess like we'll, we'll go on to the, the last highlight of the, the, the sort of finale of the show, which was also, I think, a massive low light. Uh, but Ooh, we'll yeah. quick, I think we should quickly skim over the uh, Kevin Owens Shane McMahon match, which I think was the pinnacle of this show. Correct. In terms of like, if you watch WWE week to week, this was the had the most stakes in terms of story, mm-hmm. had the most spectacle, and was probably the best wrestled match on the show. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was, it, it was really, really fantastic, and yeah. it. it, it I could have seen it longer and I could have seen it at a pay-per-view, but I'm mm-hmm. perfectly happy with what I got. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and Kevin Owens won, which is great. He goes over Shane McMahon again, so that's the second time that he's gone over him at SummerSlam and now, so hopefully that means Shane is actually gone. Mm-hmm. He said he was terminated from WWE, so hopefully he's actually going and Owens can move on to bigger and better things moving forward. Yeah, really like the match. But again, it's that sort of thing of like build it around a fun moment, and they built it mm-hmm. around the moment where Kevin Owens, who is playing... He's basically role-playing Steve Austin. Yep. Gets to turn around to a McMahon and mm-hmm. say, you're fired, and then yep. do the stunner. Yep. It's like it's fine that that's the moment you wanted to have because it works for Kevin Owens, and you should be building him as a massive star, and mm-hmm. that match helped, again, cement him as a big star. And you got Shane doing all the fun stuff that Shane does. like All, all, the, all the silly things, like, for as much as we berate Shane, Coast to coast is a cool move. Yeah. The elbow drop off the top through a table is good stuff. Like he brings the spectacle when you need the spectacle. And this show obviously was built around was just spectacle. spectacle. Yeah, that, pretty that's much. Completely fine. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Apart from when they do it in your final main event match. Oh god. Okay. And they okay. dick on Kofi Kingston. Okay. So main event happens. Brock Lesnar comes out. Kofi Kingston comes out. All jazzed up, throwing pancakes, doing his usual thing. They announce to people, Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, ding, ding, ding. Kofi immediately runs at Brock Lesnar, who catches him in an F5, one, two, three, Brock Lesnar wins. Yeah. What? Okay, so, despite, okay, (laughs) they built up this story for Kofi Kingston, 11-year journey, won the WWE Championship, WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. Since then, he has been protected so well Mm -hmm. since he won the belt. I believe he got pinned once in a two out of three falls match because it was two out of three falls and they had to get a fall. So Ziggler, I think, pinned him once. Aside from that, almost flawless booking from WrestleMania till now. Very strong champion, had a great reign with it. Sure, he could have lost it. I'm not upset at the fact that Kingston lost. I'm upset at the fact that Kingston lost in this way. To have such a huge momentum... To have, to have someone who had such huge momentum winning his title at WrestleMania, one of the top moments of a really good WrestleMania, one of the best moments of the night was Kingston winning. Probably the moment of the night was Kingston winning his belt. For him to then go on through this 11-year journey and then after WrestleMania have this really great run to end it in a match that lasts a few seconds, not even gift him like one kick out of an F5 or anything yeah. similar like that, I think is a massive injustice to Kingston. I think it felt like they overran and this is just what mm-hmm. they went with. But yeah, it's, it's very confusing that Kingston gets this and Seth Rollins, who's not even the champion on this show, turns up and he gets beat. Like, it's that kind of confusing WWE layering of talent where it's like, well, Seth beat Brock recently, mm-hmm. but Seth is being beaten up by The Fiend. So if The Fiend faces Brock, 
Who's the best? It's rock, paper, scissors. You know what I mean? But it, yeah, it's, it's kind of confusing. It's the weapons triangle from Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah. But it's that, it's that kind of confusing logical loop that you end up in of like, well, who's who's meant to be the strongest? Because I thought Kofi was meant to be like gutsy and mm-hmm. he just got like smashed up in like yeah. seconds. And then he was an afterthought to his own story because <laughs> Kofi loses the title in... Less time than The Rock beat Eric Rowan at WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, so that Rey Mysterio from Raw can turn up in a with his arm in a sling, bringing Kane Velasquez, who is the man who won the UFC title off Brock. Mm-hmm. And I like I think that's a great bit of storytelling. That that's whole, awesome. Whole thing like I think the the Ray beatdown and then Ray bringing back like like Ray the Luchador, bringing back Kane who's like competed in triple a and like worn a mask in his like starting of his wrestling career mm-hmm. all that works perfectly why does he need the wwe championship to do that though exactly it doesn't, like that is a that is the perfect big money fight that doesn't need anything because it has all the story baked into it because brock is afraid of kane exactly and like brock lost to kane because of the ufc thing but Brock dominates wrestling. So Brock could just turn around and say, but I am the best wrestler. And then, then the match makes sense. It doesn't. You don't need any more story than that. But exactly. it's that kind of Vince McMahon booking of going like, well, you've got to stick a belt on it to make it important. So we'll sack off anything else we were doing with any of the titles, any of the people, whatever, and just position it so it's this thing. So like the same as the uh, Goldberg having to have the Universal mm-hmm. title when he returned. It was like, well, it has to be for a title rather than just being like, it's freaking Goldberg. Whatever Goldberg does is fine. Like, exactly. Use the title on people who need it to seem important, not people who are important. Exactly. Brock yeah. Lesnar I, versus Cain Velasquez is a massive deal. It's the, it's, the, it's the thing, you know, AEW after Velasquez, mm-hmm. WWE after Velasquez, everyone was bidding for him. WWE clearly got him and... Mm-hmm probably you're imagining spent loads and loads of money getting him. So it's a huge deal that this guy who everyone was buzzing about turns up at WWE. It doesn't have to immediately be for the championship or over exactly, the championship yeah. or even involving the championship. It, it, it just feels, it feels big enough a deal already. And you could have closed out the show with that, without having to force Kofi to lose. You could have called the match off by having Kane's music hit beforehand and having him attack Brock. Mm-hmm. All that same stuff would have worked. You just didn't have to kill Kofi's momentum to exactly. do it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm so in for a Kane versus Brock feud. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a big spectacle. It's going to be fun matches to watch. That's great. I hate the f- the fact it's for the WWE Championship. I hate the fact Kofi lost in a few seconds. Where does this leave Kofi now? I think Kofi's just going to go straight back to the mid card. He's going to be just another member of the New Day in the tag team division. Yeah. And that and that's it. And that is. Awful. <laughs> well, Kofi had to, yeah, Kofi had to lose the title at some point. And that's fine. And that is fine. But, it, like, it could have been in a longer, It it's when it feels like it's just servicing a story that's not even about Kofi. And I think when, when uh, Kofi's run only came about through luck and demand mm-hmm. from, like, nobody wanted Kofi, like, WWE didn't want Kofi to be the champion. It was only because Ali got injured, Kofi got put in the gauntlet match, got over so well, and people pushed for it 
that it ever became a thing. So it feels like, again, WWE's just gone, yeah, but we know best and we know what we're doing. And it's like, well, we wanted this thing. Do you remember when we all said we wanted that thing and we liked that thing? And like, we've never really liked Brock Lesnar. And I get the fact that Brock Lesnar's a massive deal in terms of like sporting achievement and Fox knows who he is. And that is what you do have to appease those people, but he doesn't have to be the champion to appease them. Exactly. Or if he's going to be the champion, give the match some more time sack off the Strowman bollocks that you did and give Kofi Brock a little bit more time and then do the Kane thing and then it's fine. If Kofi just kicks out of 1F5 mm-hmm. after having a little bit of a spirited comeback against Brock throwing around the ring, people wouldn't mind as much. But just exactly. going, dunk, oh yeah, by the way, 11 years of work down the drain. Yeah. yeah Nonsense. That, that That is the biggest injustice for me in this. However... Having said that, <laughs> I'm still very excited it's for so Kane versus hard. Brock. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing. It's so hard to like extract the two, isn't it? Because it was, like a, it was like the lowest the lowest low light of the show is Kofi being Brock. Sorry, yeah. Brock being Kofi. And the highest highlight is Kane Velasquez debuting. Yeah. And they both happened in the same segment. Exactly. And they both happened it's WWE. seconds after each other. WWE. What can you do? Yeah. Well... That is pretty much all we've got time for for this little headline review. We're going to be doing a full 10-minute editor review of the whole show going up tomorrow morning, Mm -hmm. a few hours. I don't know when, but we'll have one of those. Uh, And hopefully at some point, Ollie and Luke are going to be doing their live show in Nottingham, which I believe will be a review of this SmackDown episode, which hopefully will get converted into podcast form, which will be up later on. So, yeah, there won't be a live SmackDown episode Wrestle Talk Live full hour and a half job like we normally do on the YouTube channel. From what I understand, that might change. I don't know. But anyway, that's what we've got time for this one. I have been Chopper P. Quinnell. This is El Fakador Laurie Blake. And that was SmackDown's debut on Fox. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 